Welcome to TCLVO's Le Circle. I'm TC, and this is your audio magazine about thought-provoking topics such as AI, life, and law, with a twist. Be sure to send any comments, suggestions, or just drop me a line at tom at tclvo.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. We'll be landing in the airport in just a few minutes. Well, we see a lot of it. Don't say anything. Let it go. Because we all are, well, most of us, lovers at heart. People and their four-legged canine companions and helpers. We love those folks because they seem to be like us. But no, years ago, I lived next to a blind fellow. He had this really beautiful and well-natured black lab. And we had strict instructions on how and when to interact with the dog. I'm assuming so work and off hours were understood to the higher being in the room. That is, the lab. Fact is, the lab was the key to getting around on campus for the fellow. As this was a residential university filled with young people, bikes, cars, and all the associated employees. And the black lab really did the job. It was definitely a good lesson for me. How that lab kept the man safe and as productive as the rest of us. So this from newlifecanines.org about fake service dogs. Let's face it, fake service dogs have become a bit of a rage. Vests in restaurants and bars, airplanes. It's sort of cool, really. And most dogs I've seen at a bar are pretty well behaved. Easy going, I would say. Not sure what they all did for their owners beyond friendship, but they did make me relax. Silver lining, I suppose. Actually, on airplanes, the dogs I have encountered behave pretty well, too. The owners, well, that may be a different article. In short, fraudulent service dogs are regular pets, emotional support animals or therapy animals that are passed off as trained service dogs. Hmm. Tell me more, because I get it, but I sort of don't get it. Evidently, it might seem harmless, but it is actually a violation of the Americans with Disabilities Act to pass off that Yorkie as a real deal helper dog, whether you know it or not. So how to spot the difference beyond, say, the obvious breeds and vests and other clues we associate with authentic furry helpers? Keep in mind that the animal is trained to directly relate to the owner's disability. So just sliding a vest on a dog, any dog, won't do the trick. And training is no small feat. Some service dogs take up to two years to train. So it takes some time and money and real professionals to get service dogs ready for service. So here are some signs that would indicate that a dog may not be the real deal. Being carried or wheeled around, pulling on a leash, whining and barking or otherwise vocalizing, biting and nipping, wandering and not staying by the owner's side, begging or stealing food, or maybe not having that calm demeanor. Note, the owner may have their own criteria. Ha ha. There are more signs, and there are surely some exceptions. So I don't want to minimize some specialties out there. It is a big world for us humans and dogs, after all. I was a little surprised, however, to find out that it is against the law to pass off Fido as a service dog. Matter of fact, in California, it is punishable by up to six months in jail and or a $1,000 fine 
which may be cheap if you have to pay for doggy daycare for any potential time in the slam. Maybe we should frame it this way. Like a doctor or a plumber, we should leave the service dog game to the pros. In this case, the trained service dog. And just let those comfort animals do what they do best. That is, after all, important too. It may make some travel a little more difficult for those with those comfort animals. But those real deal service dogs have real purpose. And I think we should praise those canines for the time it took to be what they are and let them do the job they do so well, helping those that really need it. Now, don't make me get into service cats. You know, they have service humans. You. More later. <laughs>